At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line as we welcome you back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Josh Applebaum in for Michael Lombardi today. We're taking a look. You got eight preseason games today in week two of the pre, and the board right now, Josh, is jumping. So a couple things. One, let's go through these early games, Detroit and Indianapolis. So this is fascinating because I just actually texted a friend that covers the Lions for the Detroit Free Press, and all he wrote back was golf. So this number got up to three with Detroit Lane. We know the Colts, and Reich said, we're not playing starters. So that's why the number was three with Detroit at Indianapolis. Well, right now, DraftKings and and BetMGM are both sitting to pick them. As a matter of fact, I just saw a shop in Jersey go to Indy Lane 1. My assumption is he wrote Goff. So there were questions about what Campbell was going to do with Goff today. Uh, he was going to be minimal if he was going to play. But it looks like, from what my friend just said, Goff's not going to play. What you do have with Detroit, though, is a pivotal competition between David Blau and Tim Boyle for that backup spot behind Jared Goff. So to me, that competition plays into some competitiveness here from the Lions and a bunch of young kids that are trying to make a roster as compared to the Colts who are a little bit more set than a younger Detroit Lions football team. But that number has been jumping, Josh. It really has, Patrick, and you're totally right. We started the show off. It was Detroit minus three. We're down to a pick them now at this point. And to your point, Patrick, you know, some of these shops, I see at least one flipping to minus one Colts right now. So I think I look at it one of two ways. Number one, if you haven't bet the game, to me, this is kind of a layoff situation. You know, I'm in pocket already with the Lions on the money line, Patrick. I got a bad number here. I bet it 
couple days ago uh, on the news that, you know, Indianapolis wouldn't play any of their guys. But here's the thing. If the, if the Detroit Lions aren't playing their guys either, then it's kind of a bit of an equalizer here. So I always do go with late money just as a general standpoint here because when you get closer to game time. Uh, and Patrick, isn't it cool like we're seeing the board light up like right before these games? We, we missed this over the last six months. So it's good to finally get this back and get in the swing of betting NFL. But I think to the point of, um, going with late movement, it's so important because you got to remember the way the book operates is they have their highest limits the day of the game. So limits are the amount of money that you can bet at any time at any book. And they're low to start early in the week because the books uh, don't want to get hit with a bad number. They kind of wait to see where the sharps are coming in. Then they, once they get a feel for where the respective money is, they'll raise their limits. And then when the big bets come in right before game time, that's when your big moves typically will move a number. So in general, I go with the late move. That would be going toward Indy right here. But Patrick, if you're kind of like, hey, they're, neither of them are playing their guys. It's kind of tough. We're at a pick them, which what are the books telling you? It's a coin flip right now. I would look toward the under a little bit. It opened at 40. It's down to 38. Uh, if you look at some of the percentages here from our buddy John Ewing, uh, I think it's 60% um, bets, but 78% money on the under. So you're having a bunch of money here. It did fall. And remember, we're looking at some regression right now. We started off 14 and three to the over. The books got adjusted. Average total was 35. Now it's around 40. The late move is, is going to the Colts, but it's also hitting the under here. So if you're looking for a play and you want some action here, again, don't bet just because you want action. But to me, if you're worried about that pick number, I'd go under right now. Late money under and regression after a really good over week one. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of those totals in the 40s, which you generally don't see week two of the preseason. couple, three things here, Josh. One, you're allowed to say steam. Michael isn't here. Plus, Carl Johnson <laughs> did say the steam indicated the three winners last night in the preseason. So we're going with steam. That's where the money's going. You can go to vcin.com right now and check out the betting splits. Two, the Lions got killed. And I think this has something to do with the, the number as well. It's going to be Tim Boyle and David Blau today under center for the Lions, vying for that backup job behind Goff. Uh, on the other side, you got Nick Foles and Sam Ellinger. Foles, we understand. And then Ellinger played great in week one. Here's what we do know. The Colts' intention, and there is the steam. Thank you very much, Stephen Bond. The Colts' intention is going to be run the ball and get the hell out of this game not injured because they just had joint practices with the Lions. These coaches value those more than this preseason game tonight. Plus, the Lions gave up 168 on the ground to Atlanta and really fell apart in the second half. I expect an under to cash here because of what you just said as far as the Colts and that movement. But also I expect the Colts to try to grind this clock and run the football. So that's fantastic news for under betters there. You got to remember the way these teams uh, approach the game is important. I think right now, of course, to me, I think if you you know walk up to somebody at a, at a bar or a sports book and say, do you bet NFL preseason? Well, throughout the book, they probably bet it anyway, Patrick. It's not a good example, but a lot of people say, I don't want to bet preseason at all. It's a crap shoot. It's super unpredictable, but I would go to the point of the coaches are telling you what they're doing. This is the only time of year where they're just going to go come right out to the media and tell you, I'm going to play my guys. I'm going to sit my guys. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. When we get to week one of the NFL and then we start the regular season, they'll never tell you anything because they don't want to give up any kind of competitive advantage. So I think that's the reason why to me, I really like betting the preseason because the coaches, they have nothing to lose, whether the public knows they want to run the ball or they're going to play their second and third stringers. You know, the games don't really count They're exhibitions here. So that's really important. And again, when you run the ball, Patrick, why do we love that as under betters? Because you chew up the clock, keep that clock going, keep chewing it up, uh, make the clock uh, never stop here. That's the best friend of an under. And hopefully we'll get some weather based plays too, Patrick. That's another friend of an under when it's really windy as well. Obviously uh, you don't have much weather here. It's in a dome, you know, to be honest.
<laughs> well, thank you. Doesn't make much sense, but it's, it's something to keep an eye out for. Yeah. My, my buddy, who's a very sharp better, just said unders. Shout to Shap Dog. He said unders go undefeated today. There is a big overreaction. We totally agree, and you're going to see a regression here. Now, well, shout to Stephen Bond because there is weather in Buffalo. The last time I checked, another thing, Sean McDermott. He's 11 and five in his career in the pre. The Buffalo Bills have won nine straight in the preseason. This is a fascinating number in Buffalo. You take a look. You'll see this in the regular season, but you don't see it in the preseason. Denver opened a point favorite at Buffalo. Buffalo's laying seven. That's ridiculous. And the total is 42. Couple things on the game, and I'll let you run with it. No Russell Wilson. So you're going to see Josh Johnson, who played well last week. You're going to say Brett, Brett, Brett Rippon, who played well last week as well. Um, you know, Josh Allen is going to play what McDermott called a healthy amount. So this is important with the Bills. Allen didn't play in week one. But what McDermott has said about his starters and the first unit, they're going to play a healthy amount. My assumption means my assumption is that means the first half here, Josh. I think so too, Patrick. So maybe you isolate a first half bet. If you want to go full game, there is a pretty good discrepancy here to the Bills. They're getting 68% bets at BetMGM, which quote unquote was a public play, but they're getting 84% of the money. So that's a pretty good low bets, higher dollar discrepancy telling you the bigger wagers here on the Bills. Now I look at it a couple ways, Patrick. Number one, a pace to listen to VEASAN on Betting Across America earlier this week. Uh, we did talk to Nate Kreckman, who's one of the beat reporters in Denver. And he came out and told us, you're not going to play Russell Wilson. You're not going to play yeah. a lot of these big guys. So right now, listen to what these beat reporters are telling you uh, and people who are tied into each city because they're going to get the intel before anyone else. Obviously, huge move here to the Bills. At one point, uh, you're closer to like a minus two, minus three Buffalo. You're all the way up to minus seven. I look at this very similar to the Patriots game last night. If you're, if you're looking to make this bet, I know this is a really high price. Uh, you, to me, it's either layoff because the numbers move too much, Patrick, because it's all the way up to minus seven. No way am I laying the seven points, though. I would be intrigued by a money line play. If you can find them around minus 250, again, it's a big number. But when you're for a guy like me, bet Trist, not bet to win, you're not risking 2.6 units to win one. You're just risking your one unit, whatever that means for you, 3% of your bankroll, to get a little less than a half unit back. So the Patriots game last night was a perfect example. Did they cover the number in the end? Yes. So if you laid the points, you covered. But that took a miracle, like, safety touchdown in the <laughs> yeah, end zone that was, that to flip that to a 10-point lead. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can't count on that, Patrick. You can't count on it, Josh Applebaum. One thing you can count on is that the Buffalo Bills fans are going to be disappointed when this season concludes. That's just the way it goes in Buffalo. Our resident Bills fan is our producer, Stephen Bond. As we say hi to Stephen, who's got plenty of thoughts on his Bills. One thing that you do plenty know, thoughts. the pressure is fully on. The 100%. Bills are 6-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Josh Allen is your favorite to win the MVP. As far as the win total market, they're juiced up the most, so their number the, – this pressure – after those 13 seconds in Kansas City, it feels insurmountable. Let's talk to a Bills fan. Your thoughts there, Stephen Bond? It, it does. This is not a spot Bills fans are used to being in. Josh is used to being here. They've had, I don't know, 85 championships in the past 20 years. <laughs> the Bills have never had a championship. The Sabres have never won the Stanley Cup. The Sabres are so far away from winning the Cup, it's not even funny. This is not a spot that we're used to being in. The having, you know, and listen, I, I, I speak for Bills fans that are 35 and under, right? If you're, if you're older than 35, you're used to this, right? At least in the 90s with Jim Kelly and Bruce Smith and Thurman Thomas and Andre Reid, right? You're used to the four straight runs. Folks my age just barely remember that run. We're not used to this spot. We're used to 17 years of a playoff drought. 
this is such an odd feeling for us right now. This, listen, this game against the Broncos, it should be a good measuring stick, right? But Denver's not playing anybody. So what do we really get out of this? I, I, honestly, I just hope Josh walks away you know, on his own two feet today at halftime, and that's all I care about. Well, at least your head coach, after those 13 seconds in Kansas City, stood up and took accountability for botching the game. Excuse me. Yeah. No, he didn't. Oh. He deflected, which is a disaster. That community deserved more after yeah. that loss, Stephen Bond. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's the one thing I think that is stuck in the craws of Bills fans is that Sean McDermott, who is supposedly this great leader, is supposedly this leader of men, has all these great phrases, has never stood up and said, hey, that's my bad. I need to take ownership of this. And that's what really scares me about Sean McDermott is that he wasn't willing to step up and take ownership of this when he needs to. This is absolutely a spot where the head coach, the head ball coach needs to say, I messed this up. Even if he didn't, you have to fall on the sword. And he never did. Okay, I, I'm not in the studio anymore, but I remember there's some tissues right to your left so you can clean up the <laughs> tears that you just dropped all over the VEASAN studios there at the South Point. But I go back to my original point, Josh, which is very clear. The clear favorites across the board right now are the Buffalo Bills in the market. They really are. And if you look at toward the preseason, too, you mentioned this, Patrick McDermott, 11-4 ATS. I just looked it up again. He's 9-0 and in the preseason in his last nine games. So this is a guy that, you know, like Harbaugh, he's like, Harbaugh, hold my beer. He's trying to catch up to him. Harbaugh's won 21 straight, uh, nine straight here for Buffalo. I'm also thinking, Patrick, you know, I, we got to talk about teasers at some point. Minus seven down to minus one. That could be worth a look. That being said, I do like the Bills over 11 and a half wins this year. You just reminded me, I want to talk about week one betting before we get out of here as well, because there's some tips that are important as far as week one in the NFL and betting. When we come back, the commanders, I'm still getting used to it. They're banged up and they're in Kansas City. We'll discuss that next here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. 
When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, this is exciting for us. This is like Christmas morning or Hanukkah because coming up this Thursday, we've got the NFL guy dropping, which is so comprehensive. If you're going to make some money this football season, you got to invest. And right now you're getting 50% off for 175 bucks. You get the college football betting guide, which is insane. You get the NFL betting guide, which drops this Thursday. You get point spread weekly every single Wednesday. You get Josh's articles. You get Michael Lombardi's articles. You get everything we offer through the Super Bowl. It's just invaluable. Go check it out right now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Now, remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. It's simple. It takes two seconds. Go to VEASAN.com right now. And when you're there, by the way, I wake up every morning with our VEASAN newsletter, which Josh does a great job, and Adam Burke and the rest of the crew. All you have to do is put your email address in there, and it comes for free to your inbox every morning over at VEASAN.com. Dot com. As we got you back here, I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, Josh Applebaum up in Massachusetts, where they've legalized. You have legalized, but we can't make a bet yet. When is that time coming where you can actually put some cash down on a game there in Massachusetts? So I think the lawmakers, they got us a little too excited over our skis because I stayed up all night, Patrick, that uh, August 1st when they were able to pass it at 5 a.m. And they said, hopefully we'll be ready for NFL week one. Well, that's not going to happen. A lot of these books uh, are shooting toward, I would think, like November, December. Uh, you actually saw Kansas, who just legalized betting. They're going to go live for NFL week one. And they just set a record for the quickest turnaround from when the governor signed the bill into law into going live. That's going to be just 82 days. That's a new record here. So Kansas really did a good job of getting it out to the betters quick. If Massachusetts kind of is along that timeline, you're thinking about three months. So Patrick, you're going to head out to Boston. We're going to go to a Bruins game. Maybe look at some, uh, some Patriots bets here. Uh, well, I'll take you downtown to, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, Quincy market. We'll, we'll get, get some beers and see if we can uh, bet legally on Massachusetts teams. There's no chance if I come to Boston, I'm hanging with you because you don't even have a good Boston <laughs> accent. You just sound like a basic dude. I need something. I what? need from Boston. I need some action with the accent, bro. 
Well, I, I can always bust it out if you need it, kid. If you want to come up, we'll get some dunks. We'll, we'll sweat some games here, kid. Okay, no, that, no, 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 Josh, that just sounds annoying. Now, I want to get to Washington and Kansas City because Washington is completely banged up. And what we do know is Andy, look at he's laughing. What we do know is Andy Reid is going to play his starters in the first half. So we'll get to that number in a second. But just as an aside, because we were talking about Denver and Buffalo and Buffalo laying seven in the preseason is ridiculous. It made me think of a week one matchup. So if you look to Baltimore at the Jets in week one, that number seven, I'm talking about this right now because it's important to bet it because I think you're going to lose the seven. I see a couple of shops already down to six and a half. Lane seven on the road week one is ridiculous. I wouldn't do it with the 85 Bears, let alone this Baltimore team at the Jets. A couple of things. One, Joe Flacco probably plays. We don't know the Zach Wilson status, Josh, but my assumption is the Jets would prefer Flacco. I know his receivers would based on the comments they've made this week. And Baltimore would prefer play Wilson than Flacco, the vet. That's one. Two, we know this. There are questions at wide receiver for the Ravens. They're banged up. So what would they do? They're going to run the football. J.K. Dobbins is iffy for week one. Gus Edwards is iffy for week one. Mike Davis, the kid they just signed, is iffy for week one. There are a lot of things that are pointing to the Jets and week one hosting Baltimore, and you know how weird and wild week ones can be because it's an evil, even playing field as far as motivation, Josh. And I'm looking at a Baltimore team that's completely banged up, laying seven on the road. No thank you. I'm right there with you, Patrick. So number one, this line has moved huge toward Baltimore. When we opened the season or opened uh, earlier this summer for the season opener, it was Baltimore just laying four and a half or five. So now you're all the way up to minus seven. I think you raise a really good point here, Patrick. When you get to week one, especially September, week one, week two, really that first month early in the year, I hit a lot of dogs. I hit a lot of unders because you have a lot of public perception that's been pounding you know, the public for the entire summer about how this team's great, this team's terrible. The line movement has also moved. Like, think of it this way. There was a lot of respect and money that hit Baltimore, but that was Baltimore minus four and a half, minus five. Now you're up to the key number of seven. We got to kind of you know, reacclimate our brains to thinking about these key numbers. So you are now at seven, you know, six and a half. You could even make a case that, hey, you win by seven, you cover that number. But these inflated lines, Patrick, I think are really the way to go because uh, I'm looking at some of these percentages. 90% of bets are laying the points there with the Ravens. People want nothing to do with the Jets here. You know, I do like the Ravens over nine and a half win total in general. That is juiced up. And, you know, Watson's going to uh, miss the first 11 games within that division. But looking at these gross contrarian dogs, lopsided plays. Remember, everyone's so excited about NFL. When you see 85, 90% of bets on one team that's favored and the line has already moved so much, to me, that's a Jets plus seven play. I'd wait it out. Can you get a hook in a seven and a half, Patrick? That, that's what I'll be looking at. You know, hold my nose and look at the Jets there. Well, the reason I brought it up is because seven was painted across the board yesterday, and I see two six and a halfs in the market. So you might Ooh, start to lose it is back. what I'm saying. I, I'm, to be honest with you, I think the market goes Flacco's way. So if Flacco is announced the starter, I think you see six and a half start to pop up. That's just me. And you can get in early. You can go better right now, DraftKings and BetMGM. Okay, let's talk Washington, the commanders in Kansas City. You know them, the Chiefs. This one opened three and a half. It's been bet up to five. This is for good reason. couple things. One, there has been so much turmoil with Daniel Snyder and just the over the, the, the whole situation in, in Washington right now just has a gross feeling to it. We won't get into the drama, but that's pervasive. And that can kind of sometimes sink into a team, and it really has happened. The commanders have been dealing with a lot in the offseason, but in particular for this matchup today, they are so banged up that Ron Rivera has talked about using an offensive lineman as a tight end. So this is not a good look. You're probably not going to see Carson Wentz. 
Um, you've had the drops with Antonio Gibson. We understand that. And then on the other side, Andy Reid, who has taken the preseason seriously, has said he's going to play his starters. My assumption is you're probably going to see Mahomes and most of the first unit for the Chiefs here in the first half, Josh. I think you're right, Patrick. And again, this is what Andy Reid has told us. Andy Reid is like God's gift to preseason betters because on a Monday, he'll come out and tell you exactly what he's going to do, which is fantastic. So this line is going toward the Chiefs, as you mentioned, Patrick. According to BetMGM, you know, you're getting 61% bets, 78% money here on Kansas City. So to me, when I'm a, as a market-based better, I always want at least 10% more money than bets. That tells me that the bets coming in on that team are, are mostly coming from a larger share of bigger wagers from respected betters. So we have this move toward the Kansas City Chiefs. As you mentioned, commanders likely to sit a lot of their guys. And Andy Reid told you you're going to see Patrick Mahomes. He actually said his starters will play most of the first half there. So I think it's important too, Patrick, I would isolate Kansas City on the first half only it's kind of a big number here you're laying close to what is it you know six overall it's minus 280 on the money line which is getting a little high for me even these 200s 250s i don't love playing but just one word of caution if you remember what happened in that first preseason game patrick uh andy reed did the same thing patrick mahomes played they i think they led the bears 14 nothing you're like okay this is great but then second half, all the Kansas City Chiefs starters leave. I think they got outscored like 17 nothing or something like that. They end up losing the game. So this is important. If you're looking for info-based bets and the coach is telling you we're going to play the first half, then I'm betting Kansas City only on the first half today. I would hate to see a repeat of week one where you have a big lead first half. You know The backups come in, you lose it, uh, and maybe give up the lead. Really weird things are happening at the end of these games, Patrick. We saw it again last night. So uh, take what Reed is telling you to, to heart here. He's only playing his guys first half. This is a money line first half play for me on Kansas City. Yeah, and I what you just said is very important, Josh. And I want to just make sure new betters in particular understand that these odd, odds makers that are setting these numbers are human beings. So, for example, Mike Somich, who does a great job, professional handicapper, texted me yesterday and alerted me to the lack of correlation in that New England game. So, remember, New England, that number jumped big time when Carolina and Matt Rule said, we're not playing Sam Darnold, we're not playing Baker Mayfield. So, they adjusted New England to minus 325 money line in the first half. But the first to 10 and the first to 15 points didn't adjust. So you could lay New England first to 10, laying $1.35, $1.40. Generally, that is going to correlate with the adjustment on the money line, and it just didn't happen. So there are holes and inefficiencies in the markets that betters, if you're continuously on top of this stuff, you can find those little holes. I think it's a great point, Patrick. And again, if you look at the money line, the money line on the first half, I believe with the Chiefs, is more expensive than the money line on the game. So what is that telling you? It's telling you that yep. the odds makers uh, are making you pay a higher price because they think the Chiefs are more likely to cover the first half than they would be the full game. And I think also to your point, Patrick, like, you know, as bettors and, you know, we're in the golden age of betting right now with so many different states legalizing, so many different books to choose from. Look at what they offer you. I love that kind of first to 10 thing that you threw out there because there are different ways to bet kind of the same thing in your head. Like uh, I always make the comparison to Jacob deGrom, who's, you know, great, but he's always like minus 250, minus 300. Instead of laying right. the 300, maybe you do first f uh, first five here on the Mets. Maybe you look toward the under. Maybe you do deGrom over Ks. You're, you're betting on the same sort of thing, like the Chiefs winning or playing well, but you can get a better price if you kind of attack it in a different kind of way. 
Yeah, and first to 10, what I'm saying, I, I hope I want to clarify, first to 10 points, and that was a cash for New England. So Mike was texting me yesterday. He said just the check mark like you do often when you win a bet. Yep. He just texts me the check mark. But again, if you're laying 325 on the money line with New England in the first half off the news from Carolina, yet first to 10 points is only a $1.35, $1.40 juice, that's the bet. And so there are those holes that you can find. And that is a great analogy with Jacob DeGrom, Josh. Okay, when we come back, you've got, remember, Las Vegas, who's looked sharp so far two games. Remember, they played in the Hall of Fame game. They're down in Miami. No Tua. That's the assumption. Now, McDaniel has been a little covert as far as the Tua information. My assumption is you won't see him. And then we got to get to Pittsburgh and Jacksonville with Jacksonville laying two down in Florida as we continue. You want to do an accent on the way out, Josh? I'll see you after the break, kid. Yeah, okay. Or like my mom. <laughs> Patrick, are you still doing that show? We come back. It's the Lombardi line. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, of course, the king of sportsbooks, unleashed the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. And if you're planning to trip to Vegas, well, we got you covered. Dining, shows, hotel rooms, all taken care of with the points. This is a credit card. So every time you make a bet, you get points. It's the best loyalty program in the game, and it's BetMGM. Remember, you got to be 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. If you do have an issue, got you back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Good morning. As we say hi, I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Josh Applebaum. I need an or equalizer from Dortmund in the Bundesliga, Josh, and also Leicester City. We're going to have to get something going here against Southampton if you want me to be in a good mood the rest of the program. Uh, as we say <laughs> hi, we teased you with the Raiders and the Dolphins. Look, I, I said Tua, we're not going to see him today. I'll just say this. McDaniel has been very mum about his status. My assumption is you're going to see Skylar Thompson, who got the start in week one. The Raiders are interesting because the Raiders are kind of flying right now. And we can take a look at the market as far as the Raiders in division, that brutal division in their season win totals. But this is a team and the Raiders that made the postseason last year. And I can tell you, before I left Vegas, there was some juice like kind of surrounding this team in the city itself as well. I think McDaniels has learned from that stint with the Denver Broncos. I think it's going to be different this time around. And plus he's got Mick Lombardi calling plays there as the offensive coordinator. That doesn't hurt. Now let's discuss the game. And then we'll get into the overview. Vegas open two. However, Miami, I got most books laying a point down in Miami at hard rock. Josh, is that what you're looking at? That's exactly right, Patrick. So this looks a lot kind of like that Detroit and Indianapolis Colts game. Remember where we started the show, Detroit was minus three down to a pick them. Well, same thing here. Vegas, when we opened our show, was laying two. Now it's a pick them. And I actually see a bunch of shops flipping to Miami minus one. So Michael Lombardi said something, if, if you paid attention closely, about how the Raiders didn't send all their guys to Miami. So a lot of these guys might be resting here. That's a, the critical moment or a critical factor here in terms of an information-based bet because of Vegas didn't travel with their guys, didn't play a lot of their starters. Uh, you're seeing this line go to Miami, which makes sense. They're at home. Now, McDaniel, uh, McDaniel with no S at the end, uh, Patrick, there, he's been coy, uh, as you mentioned, with Miami, whether his guys will play or not. So you don't expect to see Tua here. 
But what the line is telling us is Miami's taking in a lot of respected money. So I think in situations like this, I look at it one of two ways. Number one, keep your eyes glued to your live odds page, vcin.com slash odds. And then also when you see a move, like we're seeing as betters, this line go to Miami. Okay, let's hop on Twitter. Let's start Googling. Let's find these beat reporters and see what they're telling us. This is a case of, you know, you hear a beat reporter say Vegas is sitting all their guys. Miami is going to play their guys. The line is going to Miami. Long story short, Patrick, I'd be looking at money lining Miami right now. This has kind of been my blueprint for the NFL preseason. If one team is sitting there, guys, the other team is playing their guys, and the line goes to the team playing their guys, that's a money line play. I know some of these numbers are a little bit high, but I just don't mess around with covering a spread. You know, you win by one, and you're laying one, you push. You win by one, and you money line, you win. I'd be going Miami here. Okay, fair, but I'm going to push back. This has been a clean preseason for the Raiders. They've committed just 10 penalties in two games. They haven't turned the football over. You've got two quarterbacks in Mullins and Stidham that are kind of pushing for one another. Uh, This is a team that's averaged more than 300 yards, the Raiders on offense through two games. What I, from what I understand, just kind of digging uh, through the notes from some of the beat reporters down in Miami, Tua didn't have a great week. Now, again, we don't know if he's going to suit up. If he doesn't, Skylar Thompson played the full game in week one. I just like the vibe around this Raiders team right now. And I will go back to what, my buddy Jason and what we've been talking about, this kind of overreaction to the totals. I will tell you, if I'm getting 41 and a half, I got a couple of 41s, but if I get that hook on 41, I'm going to go under here as well. I'm looking at mostly unders painted across the board today, Josh. I'm pretty much with you, Patrick. Again, we've had this adjustment, 35 average total, now around 40. Um, the other thing to keep an eye out for is, you know, where is it trending, as we mentioned, with late game time movement right now? So as you mentioned, these 41s and a, 41 and a halfs are dipping a little bit. That hook could be critical. You land on 41, you want to cash that bet. So anytime you see, uh, you know, a little late movement to the under, especially the fact that public loves betting over. I mean, there's been a there's been regression here to the under. I'm with you, Patrick. Unders are the play right now because they're so inflated and you're kind of getting these good inflated uh, ways to go uh, the other way and take the under. But the public, you got to remember, loves betting overs. Everyone wants to sweat. And I sometimes fall into this too. You want to root for points. It's just more fun to sweat and over. So if we have these overs doing so great, again, little regression right now, but they're still 15 and six overall. And yet you're getting these inflated spots. You're seeing it fall a little bit. That's critical. You saw the Patriots total fall uh, yesterday a little bit. Uh, These late move to the under, really, really important here. And also, Patrick, with the Raiders, give me the over 8.5 win total. It was 8.5 minus 110 both sides pretty much all summer. Now I'm seeing DraftKings, it's 8.5 over minus 130. So a lot of money's coming in. I like this team to win nine games or more, especially with uh, Josh McDaniels being a really good offensive guy and now getting the most out of Carr and Renfro and Waller and obviously Devontae Adams. Yeah, it's a good job, Josh. You take a look at the division, the AFC West. I mean, it's brutal. We understand this. Your Chiefs are your favorite. Not the favorite I think most would suspect. Right now at DraftKings, you got the Chiefs plus 175. The Chargers not far behind at plus 220. The Denver Broncos at plus 260. That feels a little short. And then the Raiders, six and a half to one. This is a team that is not being disrespected. Remember, they're playing crisply, and they don't. we have not seen Carr. Carr hasn't played in the preseason since 2019, that being Derek. And then, of course, <laughs> Devontae Adams. We haven't seen him either. This is going to be fun once Waller and Carr and Renfro and Adams all get out there with a rebuilt offensive line. This, is, this, this offense is going to be hopping. 
I think so too, Patrick. And, you know, kind of just getting your brain thinking about and extrapolating and saying, hey, this team's going to have a good year offensively. Look at some of these player props. I know a lot of them are going to go toward Devontae Adams. Waller's a great tight end here. But my guy is Hunter Renfro. If you look at Hunter Renfro, I think his over-under receiving yards, it's something like 800, 900. It's pretty low. I think he had close to 1,000 last year. And as we know with McDaniels, what was a great, you know, engine of all those great Patriots offenses, your slot receiver. So Troy Brown, mm-hmm. uh, Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, Danny Amendola. If, if Devontae Adams is going to get so much attention, if Waller's going to get so much attention, I think Renfro could have a massive year. I'm looking toward his over receptions, over receiving yards, being open, you know, quick seven yard hitch. I think Renfro could have a monster season. The price is wild on the passing prop as far as yards for Derek Carr as well. Last year, over 4,800 yards passing for Derek Carr. Over at DraftKings right now, you can find a number at uh, 4,450 and a half. So you're taking about 350 off of what he did last year with McDaniels, who I think is going to provide a boost. Look, he had a great year last year, but I do like the over on Derek Carr's regular season passing yards prop as well. Okay, that's Vegas. You and I, good vibes with the Vegas Raiders. Uh, Let's go Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Josh, let's talk about the number here. Open two and a half with Jacksonville. I'm seeing a bunch of books go to one and a half with Jacksonville. Yeah, this line's dropping a little bit. I'd look toward Pittsburgh here, Patrick, especially if you can still find that two right now. Again, you mentioned it was actually opening two and a half. Uh, pretty much uh, at the opener and all week it was sitting at two and a half. But as we talk about game day movement, I know it's a seven o'clock game later in the day, but all these twos are, are two and a half got down to two and all these twos we're showing two right now, but they're getting down to one and a half to your point. So all this late movement is going toward Pittsburgh here. I just, I know it's preseason and I know there are different factors at play, but at Jacksonville is still Jacksonville, Patrick here. I just don't know if you should be laying points with them in any of these situations. They haven't played well in the preseason. Uh, Pittsburgh is the type of team that with Mike Tomlin kind of has that like McDermott, uh, Harbaugh, like just good culture here to play well. And also you talk about their quarterbacks. This is another thing when I look at when I'm betting preseason, I like um, to bet on teams that have a quarterback battle. So Pickett, you know, battling Trubisky, Pickett trying to play yep. well. He had a really good opening uh, when he when he mopped up there in that first game. They won uh, like 32-25 against Seattle. I think that's a good factor. Like when Pickett comes in, he's going to want to play well and put up some points here. I'd take the plus two right now with Pittsburgh before it falls any further. Yeah, it's a good job by you, Josh. By the way, Peterson has said Lawrence and the starters are expected to play the majority of the first half. But your point about Tomlin is well taken. He is 35 and 24 in the preseason. And if this is being used as the dress rehearsal for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year, that is when Tomlin will play the majority of his starters. So you mentioned last week the offense was great. Over 400, what, 409 yards on offense against the Seahawks. Uh, they scored 32 points. The Steelers did against the Seahawks. And Trubisky, Rudolph, and Pickett, that provides some juice as far as this offense is concerned. And we did see that Pickett moved up in the depth chart there to take some snaps against the first teamers against the Jags today. I would agree with you. It is, it's interesting because you're seeing that movement right now. I'm following can we get the steam ready? I'm going to follow the steam here in the preseason because it paid off 3-0 and yesterday. We're looking for that line movement. You can check out the line movement over at vcin.com slash betting splits. But we've got steam right now on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and there it is. It, you know what? It's, it's, it, it, it makes me nostalgic to see that steam. I will be playing with you, Josh, the Pittsburgh Steelers today. Anything on the total? Open 39.5. Wow, up to 41.5. I see a book in Jersey up to 42. 
Yeah, this thing keeps rising, Patrick. I'm kind of of the opinion, just like you said, I'm looking at unders or nothing here. Uh, if you look at this um, bet discrepancy, you're getting like 70% of bets uh, uh, looking toward the over. We are seeing it rise, so maybe it's kind of a pro and Joe type situation. But again, I'm laying off. I'm really not looking toward any overs right now. Uh, and then also, Patrick, you know, Mason Rudolph, you know, fourth quarter, if he comes in there, gets you a score, covers that number, I think it's good to have Mason Rudolph as your mop-up quarterback in the end. Okay, still got ten Tampa Bay and Tennessee, San Francisco, Minnesota, and Dallas at the Chargers. Just about 15 miles that way as we continue here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening. 
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you can get a $10 free bet right now when you sign up for First Bet, VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10 plus 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at over 300 tracks, AI assisted picks. The First Bet app is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Remember, you can get all the details at slash horses right now. It's slash horses. You know, everybody has in their family, as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line, I'm Patrick Maher, he's Josh Applebaum. Everybody has, my mom is the one in the family that likes to deliver bad news, like, oh, did you hear about Aunt Shelley? Well, here on our crew, it is Stephen Bond, because he couldn't wait to tell me Southampton's, how Southampton scored against Leicester City. So down goes my bet. Thank you for nothing, Stephen Bond, as we get you back. I'm just in a bitter mood, because every soccer bet has gone down the drain this morning, Josh. Okay, let's get in a better mood and bring in somebody that's covered in the Green Bay Packers and does a hell of a job over at Fox 11 as a sports director. He is Ryan Wing. And as we say, good morning to Ryan. And thank you for joining us. Has the Green has the Green Bay faithful embraced the quarterback going full hippie? That is where I want to start here because we've gone full hippie with the quarterback. No, uh, he was there last year. So I think they're used to it. But now it's like full on. Yeah, yeah, no, they. <laughs> that's a great point. He had the hair already. Now he just added the ayahuasca to it. So it's all good. <laughs> he just said he just went to Peru and took drugs. That's all. Um, let's <laughs> let's start. Let's start with him, Ryan. It, that was concerted the way he called out the young receivers this week, right? That was purposeful. Absolutely. He honestly, he does that pretty much every camp. And I actually think it's smart because it's nothing that he's not doing in the meeting rooms that we don't in the media or in the public don't see, he's always telling them that, but this way he's making sure the public, everybody knows, Hey, you got to be better holding their feet a little bit to the fire. But now this is, this is nothing new for him. We've heard it His relax Um, We're going to run the table. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's one of the smartest quarterbacks out there for a reason. Ryan, it's great to meet you and hopefully provide our betters with some insight here into the Green Bay Packers. I want to ask you about their win total. If you look across the market, Packers at DraftKings, their win total is 11. Uh, if you go to BetMGM, they're actually 10.5 over minus 150. So it's a better number there. Obviously, you have to pay a much higher juice price. But I think it's you yeah. know it's kind of crazy looking at LaFleur and Rodgers, Ryan. Every year they win 13 games. So should betters count on another 13-win season? Uh, would you be looking at the over 10.5 or 11 with Green Bay? I don't, I like over 10 and a half because I think 11 is the number. Uh, so can you bet 11 and get a really good number? <laughs> like exactly <laughs> well, there, well, 11 actually, because I think that well, might be the right. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you, Ryan, but we see we've got BetMGM at 11 and a half right now, and you can Ooh. shop for potentially 11. But it sounds like you've got the Packers in 2022 on 11 wins here, Ryan. I think that's the, around what I think they'll be because their offense just has to take a step back without Devonte Adams. Yes. I know you guys probably know this by now. They were seven and zero when they didn't have Devonte Adams under Matt LaFleur, but that's in a smaller sample size. Their defense is going to carry them this year. Their offense has struggled a bit during camp so far, but their defense is legit. I think they're going to be one of the top defenses in the NFL. I think they're really good. 
Another one for you here, Ryan. Looking toward the division, I think a number that is palatable to me. Uh, it's minus 190, Green Bay Packers to win this division. By the way, that 10 and, and a half, if you're a better, there are alternate win totals at a lot of different books. So you can kind of get it a little bit different. Like some books will just give you that 11. Some will give you a different mm -hmm. number at a different price. So always be aware of that. But um, in terms of the division, you know, do you expect the Packers to win this division and, and more closely? And uh, Patrick's a, a Detroit guy. He's from Michigan. Are the Lions really going to surprise us this year? We've seen a ton of money toward their win total over six and a half. Who's their biggest competition? Is it still the Vikings? Or again, would the Lions maybe get into this conversation? Yes and yes. I think it's still the Vikings. I think it's yes to all three questions. I'd be shocked if the Packers didn't win the division one. Um, I think the Vikings are the next best team. But I really do like Detroit. And I don't think it's just the curse of hard knocks where you fall in love with the team that's on hard knocks. I think they're building something there. It might still be a couple of years away, but would it surprise you if they're one of those teams that that is a couple of years away, but makes the jump a year before you thought they would? No, I could see that. I think it all depends on Jared Goff. And if you're from Michigan, I don't know what you think about Jared Goff, but we'll see. Well, not only is Ryan Wing the sports director for Fox 11 there in Green Bay, but apparently he's drinking early on a Saturday when he joins us on the show because he likes the Detroit Lions this year. I can tell you very much they are not going to be. Listen, their win total, their win total is set at six and a half. You can go under. I like the, the defense. Over there. I really do. The deep. I mean, the defense is just so bad. Okay, we'll get to them in a second. I want to ask you about the receivers because a lot. What yeah. forty catches from Lazard last year? That's. I mean, mm -hmm. he's now wide receiver one. That's a big step for him. Sammy Watkins, mm -hmm. a terrible year with ball. Baltimore last year, getting older. Randall Cobb is 31. I mean, obviously, you know, Watson and, and, and Dobbs, the rookies, but this is, there's some question marks at wide receiver for the Packers here. There is, but the, the star of camp so far has been Romeo Dobbs. He's made a splash play virtually every single practice in that thing that Roger said, he said, if you don't drop the ball, if you don't catch the ball, we're not going to play you. Well, Dobbs is having his issues with drops, but they're still playing him because they see what his potential is. I think he's going to be better than Christian Watson this year. Uh, I think he's probably going to end up being maybe second on the team in catches. Wouldn't surprise me. And Ryan, one more for you. Are we going to see a different style of play with Green Bay? Because, you know, we're so used to Aaron Rodgers, you know, lighting it up, you know, throwing for 300 yards, five touchdowns, winning all these MVPs. But it seems to me kind of, you know, he got his money. Remember, that was a big thing. You know, would he retire? Would he not? Thank God we don't have to deal with that anymore. He got paid, but also, you know, they devoted a lot of their draft capital to the defensive side of the ball, bringing in some Georgia guys and yep. really devoting um, a lot of their, uh, you know, kind of um, their resources to playing good defense. So is this going to be a team that, you know, we're not going to see maybe those, you know, 45 to 27 games. Maybe they uh, are maybe an under bet this year in terms of the totals in their regular games. Is this going to be more of a efficient play defense. Don't score as much team this year. Yeah. And I think, I think you're going to add ground and pound to that with AJ Dillon and, and Aaron Jones. And that's the kind of football Matt LaFleur loves to play. Um, maybe it wasn't exactly that in LA under Sean McVay, but definitely in Tennessee when he was under Mike Vrabel, it was run the ball, play good defense. I think you're going to see that more this year. And yeah, I like, I like the unders. Yeah. But nobody likes unders, but that's exactly right. You're going to make money if you're betting unders, by the way, I, the three picks weren't his fault in week one. I actually liked a lot. What I saw from Jordan love last night, it's kind of been a weird three years for the kid, but I thought he's looked pretty yeah. good in the first two preseason games. 
And he's looked, this has by far been his best camp. Remember, his first year was the full pandemic year when there was no offseason workouts, no preseason. And he, I think he might have gotten in a game his rookie year. So really, in the grand scheme of things, he's really just entering year two. I think you're finally seeing him put it together. He's having good camps, uh, good practices. And yeah, he looked good again last night. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with him because Aaron's playing at least, my guess, another two years. So are they going to they going to be in a Jimmy Garoppolo type situation when he was in New England? I don't know, but I think he's finally maybe getting trade value. If depending right. on if they want to if they want to hold on to him as long as Aaron wants to play, I don't know. Real quick with Ryan, last one for you. Are you guys getting worried about Giannis? I'm in New England. We lost Tom Brady. Giannis said that he may play for the Bulls later in his career. What's up? Are you guys freaking out in Green Bay? No. Giannis, no. That like he was asked a question about like, would you like to play for the Bulls at one time? He'd be like, Yeah, of course. Who wasn't? If he didn't leave back when he had the possibility to, I don't see him leaving. No, I don't. I don't think anybody in Wisconsin is concerned. I think that is the definition of clickbait. Okay, Ryan Wing, sports director at Fox 11 there in Green Bay. He likes the Detroit Lions this year, so pace your drinking on this Saturday, Ryan. Have a good day. Thank you <laughs> very much. Day, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. There he goes, Thanks, Ryan guys. Wing. I will say this, Josh. the The team in division, and it's really not close. I actually do think Minnesota is going to win the North. Uh, and you can get a good price on them. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up at DraftKings at BetMGM. But I just, there's going to be some modernity, some efficiency to that offense with O'Connell. It can't be worse. I mean, he had a quarterback throw for 35-plus touchdowns. He had a running back run for over 1,000 yards. He had a receiver catch up for over 1,500 receiving yards. And they had a losing record. That's the first time that's ever happened in the history of the league. Cousins and Zimmer hated each other. The vibes are going to be bad. I think this is a very good Minnesota team. I'm kind of with you, Patrick, and their win total is eight and a half, maybe juiced up a little bit. Also, uh, Jefferson, who's fantastic, looking to a lot of his overs for catches and uh, receiving yards. Okay, we're going unders today pretty much across the board. Is there a play in the last 20 seconds you want to give out here on VSIN? Real quick, we didn't talk any baseball. I'm a huge baseball guy. Patrick, I'm sorry. I'm betting against your Tigers. Give me the LA Angels. Really sharp move, non-division road favorite today. Tremendous job, Josh. Great to work with you. Thank you, buddy. Have a great Saturday. Always a pleasure, Patrick. Have a great day. And we'll and thank you to Michael Lombardi for checking in as well on his show. He's going to be here tomorrow, as will Wes Reynolds. We'll see you then here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.